Hey there guys, I'm so excited for today's episode. It is our 100th episode. That's right, we've done 100 episodes, which is just crazy to me. When we started this podcast, I didn't realize that we were going to be doing it for so long and continue doing it. We honestly started the podcast because we were in the middle of the pandemic and we started in April of 2020 and we had some time on our hands. We were planning the course Rental Biz Academy and pouring into our students like you who are listening. And now we have hit a hundred episodes. Y'all, I'm floored. This is exciting for me. It's exciting for our team and it's exciting for all of our listeners. So Tune into today's episode all about the number one thing that has impacted my business and made a difference in the revenue and the income that we are able to do as a business. I'm excited for you to hear from us about all of that. We actually looked at having a few different topics for today's episode, but we wanted it to be special and give you the one thing that has made the biggest impact on render events. So listen in, friends. I'm sure you will love this episode, and you might grab a notebook and a pen until we're ready. Thanks, guys. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. All right, welcome into the show, friends. I'm so excited you are here. We are going to be talking about the number one thing that has impacted this business in a positive way. There's been a lot of things that have impacted the business, but there is one single thing that has really made the biggest difference in not only the business, but in my life and in the lives of our team members. And I'm excited to tell you what that is. This is our 100th episode, like I mentioned at the top of the show. And so it means a ton that we've been here and we've been providing this free content to you for 100 episodes. Y'all, we have unpacked so much in the last 100 episodes that we've done. We've talked anything from strategic planning to planning out your next year to finances and budgeting, cash flow strategies, networking, our core values putting together design decks. We've had a ton of great, awesome people be interviewed on this podcast. We've had hosts. We've had our team members be a part of the podcast. It has been such a blessing and such a great tool for us to be able to connect with you, to connect with our students, and to give you guys new life. We have had countless DMs in our inbox for the last two years that we've had this podcast of people saying, oh my gosh, this podcast has made such a difference in my life. This podcast has impacted my business. This podcast has given me the knowledge that I needed to get from where I was to where I want to go, which is honestly the definition of render and renderings and all of that is taking you or your knowledge base or your clients, your product and turning it into something new. It's the process of you being where you're at and being to a next level. That's what render means. And so that's why it's so 
important to us as our name. This podcast is meant to give you the tools to add to your business tool belt to impact you and your business in the way that you make decisions, in the way that you hire team members, in the way that you conduct business and price your products and buy products. We've taught you so much and we are so honored that you tune in to the Render Podcast weekly. We have anywhere from 200 to 400 people who listen to this podcast every single week and that's across almost 20 different countries. When I looked at those results and I realized how far this podcast and my voice and the voices of other people on this podcast have gone out, I am floored, I am honored, and I am just so grateful that I get the chance and I get the opportunity to speak to you and to be welcomed into your car as you listen or to be welcomed into your home while you listen. I'm honored to be able to take the mistakes and the failures and the things that I have learned and relearned and relearned over and over and over again and refined and rendered into the way that we do business today. We've done a lot in the last 11 years that we've been in business, almost 12 years. We're going on 12 years this May. We started in 2010 and y'all, I can't believe it's 2022 already, but in the last almost 12 years we've been doing business. There has been a lot of mistakes that I've made. And when I started my rental company, there wasn't any podcasts. There weren't any courses. There weren't even inventory softwares when I started my rental company. We literally had to use Excel spreadsheets and pen to paper. That's what I used. And now there is so much out there. And I am just truly humbled and honored and grateful that I get the opportunity to speak to you every single week in a free platform, whether you are watching this on YouTube, whether you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. There's so many ways to listen to this episode. You can even go to our blog on our website and listen there. And we really, our intention and our heart behind the podcast, behind the course, behind any of the templates that we sell, our heart behind it is because we truly, honestly care and we deeply care about you. We deeply care about this industry of being in the events industry in general. We deeply care about the rental industry. There are some educators out there for event rentals, but there's not a lot and there's not a lot of different perspectives. And so we love that we get the opportunity to show you in a transparent way how we do business, and how it's been successful for us. And so honestly, I'm just, I'm floored that I'm able to even record this episode being the hundredth episode. It's crazy, guys. Anyways, let's get into today's episode, which is all about the number one thing that has impacted my business in a positive way. The number one. And there's a lot of things, like I said, that has impacted the business that has grown us from a place that I was when I was a solopreneur to where we are today. But the number one thing, and I want you to hear this and I don't want you to be overwhelmed by this at all, but the number one thing that has impacted our business is hiring team members, number one. And it could be a whole lot of things. I could have said that the number one thing was the right inventory, or the number one thing was investing into myself as the leader of this business. I could have said the number one thing was getting a warehouse that's big enough to host all these items. I could have said 
so many different things. And when we were deciding what this episode was going to be, we wanted it to be a big one and to give you the most value in this episode. And so as we were looking at the podcast calendar and what we could talk to you guys about, we decided that the 100th episode was going to be the number one thing. And my team asked me, they said, Cam, what's the number one thing that you would say impacted this business and that you would recommend someone do for their business today? And I thought about it for a second. And I said, team, having a team, hiring a team, having people on your team to work together to put this whole thing together. That's my number one thing. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about my journey and how it looked for me to hire team members and what our team looks like today and how we conduct our team, pour into our team, and lead this team in the right right way in the way that we need to. I'm going to start from the very beginning of our team journey. I was a solopreneur from 2010 until 2017, and my very first hire outside of delivery crew, okay? Let me just distinguish what I'm meaning by team. Delivery crew is necessary to have a rental company. It just is. And whether you started this and your husband or your wife or your kids or your parents or your siblings or whoever you have in your life is helping you do deliveries, those are team members, whether they're related to you or not. And the people that you hire to help you do your deliveries, that's kind of a given in this industry. It is near impossible to be able to do a delivery by yourself. And if you are having multiple on a day, it's impossible to do all of those by yourself. And so when I'm talking about team members, I'm talking about people in my office, people who are on the sales team, people who are making this business go further and working on the business, not necessarily in the business. However, the two overlap quite often. And so I had my brothers help me. I had my parents help me. I had friends help me. I had local high school kids who were football players who needed work anyways. They helped me in the beginning. But my first hire that was a full-time hire was in 2017. I had a good friend of mine who worked for me. Her name was Hannah. And she actually lives in Nashville now. And she's a mama and is just living her best life. I'm so proud of her. But she was my very first hire. And I was having dinner with her one night. And she was looking for a job. And I was looking for someone to help me out a little bit. And so we just came together and we were like, hey, do you want to come help me do things? And honestly, I didn't have anything that I was like, specifically, I need you to do this, this, and this. I was just at a point in business that I had too much going on. I had a life, I had kids, and I was at a point where I was like, I'm either going to have to quit and find another job, or I need to hire someone because I'm one, overwhelmed, two, I was pregnant at the time, and three, we were having so many events and so many inquiries that some of the other things that had to be done weren't getting done, like at minimum, like taking out the trash. I didn't even have time to go take out the trash. I didn't have time to clean the floors. I didn't have time to answer all the emails within 24 to 48 hours. It was like weeks on end that I was email uh, answering emails because I was so incredibly busy. I didn't have time and people weren't booking because I didn't have time to get back to them because I literally was over flooded with inquiries and then also having to do the deliveries as well. And so Hannah came on and I literally, as she walked in on her first day, I was like, all right, here's today's task list. I'm going to split it in half. Here's what you're going to take. And here's what I'm going to take. Ready, go. That was my first hire. 
My second hire was a gal named Shauna. She lives in Houston now, but she came in and did sales for us. She came in and she was able to go to other places and further our name and then our inquiries that were just coming in. She was trying to go and do outside sales and she did a fantastic job of that. And then my third hire was Kaylee. And you've heard her on the podcast many times. She has been here for over four years. She's going on her fifth year here at Render. And she has been the main person who has furthered this brand. If you look at our branding, if you look at our logo, if you look at anything on our website, social media, all of that, she has driven the visionary side of this brand. She has driven and been a right-hand woman for me to make great decisions in this business. She has been an encourager to me to be able to encourage me to do this podcast. It was kind of both of our ideas to do this podcast, actually. And it was really weighing on both of our hearts individually. And then she brought something up. She was like, you know what? With this extra time that we have because of the pandemic, why don't we do a podcast? And I was like, you know what? I've actually had the same thing. And so we were able to do that. It was incredible to hire her. It was messy to hire her, I will say. She was my messiest hire, and that's due 100% on my part. It's actually kind of a funny story. So she applied like normal people apply for a job. And I brought her in for an interview and really loved her. I had a couple other people who were hired, who were applying for this job. And the position I had originally listed for her was social media manager. And while she did that, she also did a whole lot more than just social media. But she came in for an interview. And about a week later, or a few days later, I was being induced as a new mom. And my husband at the time, he was being diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and was in the hospital. And so there was a little bit going on in my life. And she had called me actually as we were in the emergency room at the hospital. And she said, hey, I'm Kaylee. I just wanted to call and follow up on my interview. And my initial reaction was, yes, you're hired. I actually have been meaning to call you. And honestly, I'm so sorry. I'm not able to train you right now and I don't have an official start date for you because I'm actually in the emergency room right now at the hospital. But in the meantime, I'm going to send you a text of, you know, a couple things that you can be doing. Fun fact, her official start date was on my daughter's birthday, meaning she was literally birthed that day. That was the same day that Kaylee started. And my training to her, because it was also over the holidays, was Here's our social media handles. Here's our website. Just go and look through it all. Like, just go get to know the brand. I don't know what else to tell you, but that's that's all I know. I told her I will meet you at my office on a specific day in a few weeks because it was right before Christmas and I was also a new mom. But I also didn't have very many team members either, and so I had to come back to work sooner than the six to eight week mark that they give you. And so I said, I'll meet you at the office on a specific day. I can't remember the day off the top of my head now, but I asked her to meet me and I fully expected her not to be there. Completely did not think that she would arrive. I was like, there's no way she's going to keep this job because I've done such a bad job of training her. I haven't even trained her. Like I literally have done nothing. I just needed some help and I needed someone who knew what they were doing. 
and she did. And she showed up on that day and the training process was wacky. It was not well done, but through Kaylee, I've been able to learn to grow as a leader and to figure out the right ways to hire people. So learn from my mistake. Don't hire someone with not having a plan for them before. It's really tough to do that. And most people wouldn't stay. And I'm blessed and lucky to have Kaylee on my team. We've had quite a few of hires between her and other people on this team. Our most recent hire is TJ, who actually edits this podcast. So thanks, TJ, for all your hard work. And we've had plenty of others in the last few years um, helping us with the business. But the way that I would highly recommend hiring your team is figuring out what you need to hire for and figuring out what position you need to hire for. And you do that through figuring out your business and looking at your business from a bird's eye view, stepping outside of your normal task and outside of your normal calendar and saying, all right, here's my business. This is what we're doing in sales. This is how my team members are doing already. And these are the things that are maybe lacking or you don't have time to do because you're busy on the revenue side of the business and you're busy on the delivery side of the business. So looking at what your business is doing currently is a great place to start. From there, then looking at what skills are needed for that. What are the tasks list associated with hiring a new team member? And figuring out that first before you hire. From there, then you can post about the job and do the interview process. I have done an episode in the past about our interview process, and so we'll link it in the show notes for you. But a quick look at the hiring process, which we're actually in the middle of a hiring process right now in hiring a new team member, is our first round is an application. It's super easy to do an application. Just go to Google Forms, that's how we do it, and ask some specific questions and then have them fill it out and you get the responses from that. And then we also ask them to submit their resume and cover letter. What we're looking for that is one, we wanna know a little bit more about you. Two, we wanna make sure that you're actually following directions. At the very end of the application, it says to complete your application, please send a cover letter and a resume to this email. And if they do that, then that's incredible. We would love for that. From there, then you will move into what we do is a video interview. In the video interview we do through myinterview.com, it's an incredible site, but it's where they get to answer questions in a video format. It's a really great chance for us to get to know their communication skills. It's great for us to understand their confidence level, and it's great for us to understand a little bit more about them. And so we ask a different set of questions in the video interviews. And then from there, we usually will have a project that is related to the position at hand. And so for our most recent hire, we had our creative director, TJ, who works for us now. The project was to have a piece of content and write a blog for it and write captions and pick an image to go with that. And it was a great chance for us to see their creativity and how they organized their content in that manner. If you have that position, that's a great project to do. We've done other positions before when we hired our sales and project managers, we had them complete a email to your client and form a set of inventory items and then put together a design deck to show your client, which if you want to learn more about how we do design decks, go back to our episode all about design decks linked in the show notes. But that's how we did that project. So from the project, which is our step three of the hiring process, 
Then we go into in-person interviews. The way that we do this hiring process, kind of weeding out the people who don't make it further along, is saving our time on the in-person interviews, which take a lot of time. We've done our hiring in multiple different ways, but that's the best way that has worked out for us to get longevity out of the people who work for us and the best possible person for the position. It really vets your person who is interviewing to understand, hey, this is more or this is equally about me hiring you as you hiring us and having you on our team. We want it to be a mutual decision. So that's how we do our hiring. The way that we set up our interviewees and our applicants and the people that we actually choose to take the position is we actually do all of our training materials before they are hired. We actually just hired someone for our operations manager, and we put together all of their training material before we actually post the job. We wanted to make sure that our SOPs were up to date, which if you don't know what an SOP is, it's a standard operating procedure. We decided to make sure that all of our materials were ready for them, all of their accounts are ready to log in, and that we had a perfect training schedule of building blocks on top of each other of what they needed to know to be able to do the next task and the next training on their schedule. We think it's a great way to hire and a great way to train, and I'm sure there's other ways to do it, but that's the way that's worked best for us. Now, when you do have your team, setting your team up for success is essential. And what that means is when you are setting up your team, we have chosen to have a leadership model in our team. What that means is that we have people that are leaders over different areas of the business. We have four different areas of the business when it comes to what our leaders are leading. We have our sales team, we have our floral team because we do floral as well. We have our creative team and we have our operations team. I, as the leader of the company, I lead all of those teams. I oversee all of those teams, but I'm specifically in charge of leading the sales team and our floral teams. Kaylee on my leadership team, she is in charge of our creative team. She is a visionary for this business. She decides what our vision looks like and feels like and sounds like. And so she is able to lead our creative team in a really great way. And then the new operations person that we just hired, they are over all of our operations crew. And so that means our warehouse managers, our warehouse assistants, our event crews, delivery drivers, delivery assistants, all of those people. And so we have multiple different sections of the business. And so when it comes to our leadership meeting, we have quarterly leader meetings. We want to connect with each other. Not only do we all share an office together on the leadership team, but we all like to meet together specifically to evaluate our teams and the business as a whole. The other people on our team, meaning our team members, they are able to voice certain things about their role and about the business. And those are set up in one-on-one -on -one meetings, performance reviews, and specific monthly meetings that attain to their specific area of expertise. And so what that means is we have marketing meetings monthly, we have sales meetings monthly, we have operations meetings weekly because we have operations that happen weekly. And so within those meetings specifically, the people on those teams are able to voice things that they're seeing in the business. We have templates that we really get to curate questions and have questions that involve discussion and being able to bunny trail a little bit, which is a good thing in meetings, especially when it has to do with the business and making it better. 
But in our leadership meetings, that's a great time for us as the leaders to take what we are seeing, what we are hearing from our individual teams and come together to make them stronger. If someone is having maybe a sticky point in their team, they're dealing with a situation or someone on that team. And that's a great way for us to collaborate and think together to make that stronger and to overcome that obstacle. And it's also a great place in this leadership meeting that we get to do a SWOT analysis of the entire business on a quarterly basis. What a SWOT analysis is, is taking your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats as a business and be able to make a plan to overcome specifically the threats and weaknesses of the business. So during these leadership meetings, it's a great time. We also, in our leadership meetings, encourage each other to work through a leadership book. One of the books that we're currently reading is Entree Leadership by Dave Ramsey. It's an incredible book so far. I'm very excited to continue reading it. Another one that we have coming down the way is Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. So if you are interested in any leadership books to help you become a better leader to not only your company, but also to your people on your company. Entree Leadership by Dave Ramsey and Dare to Lead by Brene Brown are two that we are currently reading. There's a ton of books out there that I could recommend to you, but those are two specifically that we are reading this year. So my number one tip when it comes to furthering your business and being more intentional in your business and impacting your business is hiring a team. I hope this episode has been super helpful for you, my friends. And it is a joy and an honor to be able to talk to you weekly on the Render Podcast. We hope you truly enjoy this podcast and we would love for you to write a review on Apple Podcasts and rate this podcast so that other people can find it as well. And if you ever have questions or if you ever want to connect with us, going to our Instagram at therender.co and sending us a DM is the best way to get in contact with us. Thanks so much, friends, and we will see you next week on the Render Podcast. Thank you.